Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. You're about to listen to another great show on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. To listen to other shows just like this, go to foureyedradio.com. Like our show, Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast. Where we talk everything and anything about Pokemon. Learn something new. Like, did you know that every Pokemon card is misprinted on the back? The ball centerpiece opens on the wrong side. <laughs> what? I'm going to have to check that out. But yeah, you can learn stuff like that, which I just learned right now. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hey, yeah, it just, it like, my Skype wasn't showing that you were online. It was weird. That's really weird. That's been happening recently. That happened with me and Doug the other day, too. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's not just us. (laughs) (laughs) I swear, it's like every time I record a podcast, there's just something that seems to happen. I don't even know what time is anymore. (laughs) I didn't know what today was. I was like, wait, it's like the 13th already? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't know what day it is. I don't really understand what time of day it is anymore, even though I'm on the computer constantly and there's a clock right there. I have a dry erase calendar that I that I normally will like kind of keep updated just to like keep my life in order, like in conjunction with like my Google calendar. And I realized I hadn't I hadn't touched it since I think like the very beginning of March. <laughs> I only just changed it. That like is yesterday. that is when time stops. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm looking forward to podcasting because yeah. I can talk to people who are my friends, like even more so now than ever. Yeah. In a way, I'm kind of glad that Zach's trying to settle in and do all this stuff because now I can get whatever guest co-host. It's just an excuse to talk to my friends. Everybody's free. So like scheduling is really easy. (laughs) Here's the thing that I've noticed too, is that any professional podcast that I've listened to that normally record in a studio, now that they have to do everything over Skype, their audio quality is like dropped drastically. But everybody who who like already does their podcast over Skype and has home podcast spaces are all set. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) Which is nice. Finally, we have the high road. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's funny. All these talk show personalities, everyone's got their home studios. And if I'm listening to NPR, they're like, hi, this is so-and-so in my home studio. And it's like, finally, can podcasters get some respect here? Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we have to deal with all the time. (laughs) Yep. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, extra episode 62, Ranger's Commentary, Loyax's Last Battle, recorded on April 13th, 2020. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Sam Ranger up with your host. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Derek. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P., Steve F., Doug F., AJW, Tyler W., Tyler B., Eric D., Jacob P., Steve M., Liz M., Craig M., Callum M., Mason M., Raheem Y., Derek G., and Teresa B. for supporting us this month. Thank you, Derek. (laughs) So... Well, we just had 30 minutes of pre-show talk about how we're doing. <laughs> so It's going great. Everything's great. We're all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, we're all fine. <laughs> it's all fine. We're all fine here. But no, seriously, for the most part, you, you doing okay? We're, we're doing okay? Yeah. Talk about Power Rangers. It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> we're doing about as well as well as we can, considering yes. the current circumstances. Yes. <laughs> That's the good diplomatic answer. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we do have just a a little bit of news, even despite what's going on in the world. It's kind of that slow news time in Power Rangers land as we approach the hiatus, which uh, we do have a final date 
episode 21, which is that weird extra episode that I guess instead of a Halloween special, this is confirmed to be through the Power Rangers Twitter account boxed in on April 18th. That's the one with the Pan Global Games. We talked about it on our last episode, but this, I guess, was meant to always be like a tribute to the Olympics type of episode. Cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Instead of a Halloween special or Christmas special, they're using one of the extra episodes this year to do an Olympic tribute, which I think is pretty cool, even though they're canceled now. But, you know, (laughs) They, they didn't know that. Like a year ago when they filmed this. <laughs> they still exist in our hearts. And yes. This is the replacement for the Olympics. If you uh, if you miss the Olympics, <laughs> you can watch an episode of Power Rangers Beef Mor- Beast Morphers instead. It's, it's, it's basically the same thing. I want Beef Morphers. That's what <laughs> <Yeah>. I want. <laughs> yep. Yep. I noticed that. It's bound to happen. <laughs> bound to happen. Um, If you're listening to this episode on uh, the day we release it, that episode premiered today on the uh, 18th. So I'm actually really curious about this one. I can't wait till we review these episodes in a future episode of RCPH. But just the fact that they mentioned Pan Global Games, I'm really excited for that. It's such a callback to MMPR. It's so specific. I'm really hoping it kind of leads into the team up. Sure. Even if it doesn't, it would have been frustrating if they did an Olympics episode and didn't do the Power Rangers equivalent to the Olympics right. that already existed in the universe. So the fact that it's a deep cut, even if nothing substantial really comes of it other than it just being a backdrop, it's still cool. I'm just happy with that. Like Pan Global yeah. Games, when I saw that description, I was immediately like, wow, great continuity deep cut for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the next week after April 25th, that's episode eight in the production, but it'll be nine overall, which is Secret Struggle. Some Nate and Zoe focus, which is always good about their uh, feelings for each other and steel. So that's going to be some comedy gold. I actually haven't caught up on the last two episodes of Beast Morphers because, man, I hate getting up at 7 a.m. on a Saturday. (laughs) Um, But from what I've seen, I think this season's been all right so far. I just want to know where the hell civilian Roxy and Blaze are. I want to see so much more of them. Yeah, they're always fun. So talking about the hiatus, Russia today, they're premiering Beast Morphers this week. And oddly enough, Power Rangers still airs on Disney in Russia. (laughs) So it's on the Disney Channel in Russia. They still air Power Rangers. And there was like a little teaser for their premiere this week. And it included some new footage of the team up specifically with the dino charge rangers coming back oh Oh, cool so wait are they premiering the second season of beast morphers they're premiering beast morphers in general yes season one okay yes and so this video was just like an overall hey the new season's starting but they just like half of it was footage from the team up That's fascinating. You didn't see Austin St. John or any of the civilian Rangers. It was literally like more of a focus on the dino charge part of the team up. Huh? Yeah. And it shows them like arriving in a portal for the male dino charge Rangers there that we knew of. Mm -hmm. So the international spoilers are on their way. Standard procedure on that one. Avoid them. If you're, uh, (laughs) if you're avoiding them, I might have missed it, but have they have they established what episode that crossover will be or episodes? No. So we don't even know, like, even from the episode descriptions that have been released so far, and we have pretty much have everything up through the hiatus. So none of that is any indication of any dino team up. And Power Rangers did mention, because they've been doing a lot of, like, watch-alongs, and they've been responding to people's questions, which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. And they even clarified that the team-up will happen in the fall, post-hiatus. Okay. We don't know if it's going to be one episode, a multi-parter. We don't know anything beyond what we're being seeing in these, like, little teasers and stuff. That's fine. I like surprises, so that'll be nice. (laughs) As long as it's not, like, a quibby. I'm fine. 
<laughs> what the what the hell is Quibi? I keep seeing the ads for that. I'm not hip enough it's, to know what all of this is. No, you are definitely not hip enough, and neither am I, and neither is any of us. It is just a it's a new app. Um I think John Katzenberg, I think, started it, but um it's like it's made to be like little tidbits of content. So it's like TV shows that are only a few minutes long that are sort of meant to be watched on your phone. Basically, like, kind of what YouTube is, but instead of YouTube being made up of angry people yelling about, like, Steven Universe for two hours and and (laughs) quote-unquote reviews, it's, like, actually produced content with, like, actors and stuff. Um, So, like, five-minute TV shows, I guess, which I don't... I Mm. understand that. I don't (laughs) like it, but I also recognize that that's so, so far... from being for me. So, you know, have fun with that kids. <laughs> yeah. It's like, are people's attention spans that short now? <laughs> Five Apparently. minute TV shows. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I don't know if either of you guys watched Reno 911. Yes, I have. So I loved that show. And then they announced that they're bringing it back. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so exciting. And then I found out it's on Quibi and the episodes are 10 minutes long each. <laughs> Like, it's just, they're just, why don't you just call them shorts? Just say they're coming back for, I mean, I guess that's exactly what it is. It's just, like, weird to be presenting this as, like, a, a new type of media when, like, shorts have existed for a long time. You can just yeah. say that you're making an app full of shorts. Maybe even put, like, shorts that already exist. I, you know, like Cartoon Network shorts and stuff like that. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Now, now, important question, because, you know, I think about these types of apps and stuff like Snapchat, all that stuff, and everything's video is vertical. Is Quibi like vertical format or? That's a good question. I, I don't, don't think know. so. Okay. I think it's just like short Netflix. Yeah. Okay. But like all original content. Because yeah. I've seen, I've seen so many ads for it, but n- it's bad advertising when I don't understand what your product is if <laughs> if if your ad is not communicating to me what it is. Yeah, it's also a dumb name. It <laughs> seems like a name that they would have come up with like in 2009 when the concept of like apps was new. I see how it fits in with like Hulu, but like nowadays it doesn't mean it doesn't we're all we're done with that. We're done with the weird words that don't mean anything. Right, right. It means quick bites, Derek. Thank you. Oh quick quick bites. Quick But that doesn't make any more sense. Where the hell does the G come from? (laughs) It's quibby, like quib like Q U no yeah Q U O B B Oh okay. Yeah quibby. Still doesn't make sense. Quick bite. Uh, I'm going to make an app called Shorty, and it's just going to (laughs) be shorts. It's just going to be sandwiches. (laughs) Sandwiches? Sorry, that's what the... The Wawa reference. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not cool enough to have a Wawa. (laughs) I miss them so much. I like that the reference humor here is Tawawa food. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I'm an East Coast person. That's where my mind goes when I hear the word shorty. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I've only experienced Wawa for that glorious week that we were in Florida for Ranger Stop. (laughs) And that wasn't enough time to get fully versed in everything Wawa. It just wasn't enough time. (sighs) It's fascinating. <laughs> fascinating. So Derek regrets all of this. <laughs> I mean, I've been surrounded by Wawa's for a long time. I guess it's, I mean, it's, I recognize that it's like, it's just not a novelty to me. So it's just funny just to be like, oh, the magical Wawa. Like I need, like I need to be versed in like the language of Wawa. Like it's just the rest. It's just a place that sells food. It's also a gas station guys. Like, calm down. <laughs> It was just, <laughs> Derek, it was just such a lifesaver for Ranger Stop. You don't even know. It's good. It's good. I mean, I get Wawa more than I should. <laughs> like, I recognize that. Uh, so, Callum at Ranger Callum 20, you wanted to know what our thoughts were on the recent Dino crossover images. Uh, I've linked them in the Twitter. It's up to you if you guys want to get spoiled or not. But 
I saw the trailer. I think it's cool. I mean, it's it confirms some of what we already know if people have been keeping up on the rumors. It was cool to see all the different henchmen from past seasons. And it, I mean, it was just a 15 seconds of some new footage. So I appreciate all of it. It looks like it's shaping up to be a good team up. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. I just want it to be good. I hopefully yeah. it's more than one part that would be nice but i'm not expecting it sure. I'm, I'm trying to keep my expectations tempered i definitely thought dimensions in danger was cool so i hope we can approach or exceed that for this yeah. one that's where i'm at i feel like it's a given that a team up is going to have like some cool fight sequences and stuff and we already know that this is going to have that so like that's fine like that's i'm more interested in what kind of story that there is to it or plot that there Mm -hmm. is to it and maybe like what other cool like references that they might have and how they kind of deal with some of the actors being present and like how they're going to like do the adr for actual ranger battle that we'll see because we know that some of the costumes are there but the the actors aren't so i'm curious like how they're going to handle that or if it's just going to be like a legendary battle situation where they don't sound anything like them which (laughs) fine like that's fine do what you got to do but i feel like crossovers for me at least it's like i'm never not going to enjoy them just because of the like just because they're always going to be cool like that's kind of the base level they're going to be better than a boring episode it's just you know the level to which uh they find a way to throw in references and and build a plot around it and and stuff is uh, what i'm more interested in and we're Mm -hmm. not going to get that from trailers so no Yeah, I'm just excited whenever it comes out. I'm sure it'll be awesome, and I'm hyped for it. So it's very cool to see Jason come back. That's something people have wanted to see for a long time now, and I'm on the same boat with you, Derek. Like, I want to see a good plot-driven-based reason for him to come back, or at least like a hint at a larger story rather than just, hey, guys, I'm here. Yeah. Ding, thumbs up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which it seems like we are going to get because that at San Diego Comic-Con last year trailer where Devin's like, oh, Jason, there's something more to that. And I appreciate that. And I think Beast Morphers has been pretty solid enough where I'm confident that I hope that they do a good job. (laughs) Yeah, they've been good about not throwing stuff out there for no reason. Like, they've Mm -hmm. justified everything that they've done. Yeah, I don't foresee that being an issue. And you can get by with, like, a weak plot or, like, villain or whatever for a team-up just because there's already a lot going on. So as long as they just have, like, Jason's been tracking this thing for a while, like, it'll be enough. Um, So it'll just be interesting to see what they choose to do. I am bummed they should have let him keep his beard, but that's me. Yep, yep. So kind of an update to something we talked about on the last show, Renegade Games announced that Heroes of the Grid, they're going to do their next expansion called Rise of the Psycho Rangers. Well, in the past week, they've been teasing a new image for an add-on that's going to be part of this upcoming Kickstarter. The image that they teased was this really cool shot of like the machine empire on the moon with King Mondo kind of faded in the background. And it was just really cool art. And I'm like, oh my God, if we get the Machine Empire in miniature form, that's going to be super awesome. I'm really excited about that. That would be a great addition to the Psycho Rangers and the Zeo pack that just came out. I think that would tie in perfectly to everything. So I'm really digging the, the game, the artwork, all the work that they put into the miniatures. So I've been a strong supporter of this from the beginning. Whenever Renegade Games teases something, I'm like, yeah, I'm there for it. Give me more Dan Mora art and figures. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I've never <laughs> touched the game. I, I understand. The game. <laughs> I haven't bought it myself either. But I, though there's constantly rumblings of people being like, let's do a Discord server and figure out a play to play, to play together so people can figure out a way to competently play together in a way that is fun. <laughs> then I'll get it, finally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the same fence. I tried like a dry run uh, during New Year's and the game can be a bit complicated to like mm-hmm. get going, uh, especially if you don't know all the rules. But I love it for the artwork and the miniatures. So, yeah, <laughs> there's <Sure>. that. <laughs> sure. Now, I wanted to talk about something because this this was announced today as we recorded this and people are flipping out. 
And I just want to do a little reality check. So we all know that Boom Studios makes the Power Ranger comics. Power Rangers is licensed to Boom Studios, so they make the comics. Boom Studios also puts out a lot of their original comic book properties. There's like Ghosted in LA, Once in Future, Something is Killing the Children, Lumberjanes, Mouse Guard, like a whole bunch of like really cool original stuff that Boom Studios owns. Well, today I got a press release. They are partnering with Netflix. Netflix strikes a first look deal with comic book and graphic novel publisher Boom Studios. So the deal gives Netflix access to the largest library of controlled comic book IP outside of Marvel and DC. So pretty much Netflix has the first run option to take a boom title and go, cool, we want to make a series or a movie out of that. And people saw this today on the timeline and were like, oh my God, Power Rangers, Netflix, yeah, do it. And we all need to pump the brakes a bit because (laughs) that's not how any of this works. Hasbro is already partnered with Netflix. Hasbro also just has that huge deal with E1 who already has distribution through Netflix and other streaming services. So the way I kind of put it in perspective is like boom studios. This is for their own properties. Nothing they license. Boom Studios does WWE comics, but that doesn't mean that WWE is going to do something with Netflix through Boom. And it's the same with Power Rangers. Even though Boom Studios does the comics, it's because they have a license from Hasbro to make those comics. I don't think there's anywhere in that deal that says, hey, we're also going to do something animated through Boom Studios. Doesn't work like that. So I know people are excited because, oh my God, Power Rangers is connected with Boom and what could this mean? Netflix. But that's not how that's going to (laughs) work. Yeah. I mean, we also wouldn't see a Buffy show on Netflix just because Boom does Buffy comics. Like, yeah, there's a difference between licensed IP that already exists and actual Mm in-house owned IP. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah i get the excitement though because everyone always says that they want a power rangers netflix thing i don't like what that means could vary but <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I i get where it comes from but uh you know reality check like maybe just maybe there could be like a like a motion comic type situation i don't even know if they do those anymore is that still a thing i don't i don't know if i've seen one of those in years so i know i would love to see that artwork style like Dan Mora or Daniele be applied to animation. I think that'd be amazing. I know a lot of people feel that way, but I think just the way that their deal is structured, probably they've got the license to do the comics. I don't think there's a branch and I don't know why Hasbro would go through boom studios for Netflix when Hasbro and E1 They already have their own studio and everything to get these things going. And Netflix would just be the distribution. So trust me, I would love to see the comics animated in some form. I would love to see an animated Power Rangers. I think the possibilities are really cool. I don't think it's going to happen with with this current news. Sure. That's what I wanted to get out of the way. I just, I saw a lot of talk on it and I just don't want people to get their hopes up. It's just take a look at it from a different perspective. Yeah, I do. I like how you wrote it in the show notes. It's literally just boom slash Netflix, not Power Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, that's a little peek into, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Little behind the scenes peek. Um, So, Derek, thank you for being a guest on the show. You were able to pick what we were going to watch today. I'm surprised that you, like, were on board with this episode that literally nobody but me cares about. (laughs) Totally went went for it. I think it's funny because I know this is, like, one of your all-time favorite monsters, right? 
of Power yeah, Rangers. It's one of my all-time favorite episodes, actually. It's not, oh, okay, not yeah. in that... It's just, I mean, it's a basic, like, standalone one. Like, it doesn't affect the lore or the mm-hmm. plot of it or anything like that. It's really more... I do like the villain, and he has a really cool arc. I think it's a really tightly written one. Um, and it's one mm. that, like, I had no memory of until I did, like, a Lost Galaxy rewatch, like, a year or two ago. And I was like, this is just a really, like, strong standalone episode. And... It's one of those cool ones that I w- I point to for why Power Rangers as an adaptation is kind of unique because mm-hmm. the story of it would only exist in the in the way that it does because of it being able to take liberties with the footage that it's using like it's footage having footage of like like dude warriors having basic battles but then because your yellow ranger is a woman in power rangers like now there's actually kind of a really cool feminist Mm. message to the episode um that only happens because of what power rangers is and the way that it adapts things so it's just a you know it's just a it's a cool one that's always stuck with me nice yeah because i remember you tweeting about it and that always kind of like stuck in the back of my mind and so when Ranger Danger, because they've been doing Lost Galaxy uh, for the past few months, when they finally commented on that episode, I'm like, Derek, Derek, this is, <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I figured we should watch this. We'll have Derek on. It'll be fun. Sure. I'm excited personally, just because I haven't watched Lost Galaxy in a really long time. So just any of it, I'm like so down for. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. And it's been a long time since I just did a straight like rewatch of Lost Galaxy. And so I've been kind of listening vicariously through Ranger Danger. Lost Galaxy is a a wild season, like from a production point of view, from a story point of view. They made some choices. Yeah. It certainly like became my favorite season as an adult upon like rewatching stuff because it is very messy, but it's also extremely ambitious in a way that like most, if any other Power Rangers seasons like really aren't. And, you know, it sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. But the fact that like literally everything that could have possibly gone wrong during the season went wrong, like in the most bizarre ways. And they were still able to kind of craft something that still was like coherent for the most part and also enjoyable and like kind of led to a really good conclusion. Like I think it's a, it's a really strong season with some like really great themes. If you were paying attention to them, looking out for them throughout the whole season. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I will always stand Lost Galaxy flaws and all. (laughs) Well, no, it's just like someone could write like a masterclass on the behind the scenes production that went behind this and that they were still able to pull off the season. Like you said, it's it's fascinating from a production point of view. Yeah, definitely. So this episode aired November 1st, 1999, written by Judd Lynn and was directed by Worth Keeter, who overall directed 50 episodes of Power Rangers from... Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in space through Wild Force, 15 episodes of Big Bad Billboard, 16 episodes of Mass Rider, and 28 episodes of VR Troopers. So this guy directed a fair chunk of the Saban Entertainment era. So to destroy the Galaxy Rangers, Deviat hires Loyax, an aged and powerful warrior who once fought for good, but now serves evil. During the battle, Loyax and Maya fall into a cave and are forced to work together in order to escape. But can Maya convince the delusioned warrior to again become the hero he once was when Deviat takes matters into his own hands? Bum, bum, bum. This is episode 27 of Lost Galaxy, uh, 320 overall of Power Rangers. You can find this on DVD as part of the legacy helmet collection one of the mega sets or the standalone lost galaxy collection we're going to be watching this on netflix so on the count of three we'll hit play and i'll make sure i have it buffered me Um, as well oh good call yeah i I always do that that (laughs) pre-buffering yeah smart (laughs) it's taking a second to pull up okay i think i'm good all right on zero dot zero same here (laughs) all right so on the count of three and play we'll hit play so one two three play all right i'm always really impressed by the miniature for uh terra venture 
Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great practical effect. And they, you know, they like you even saw in the opening shot, they'll use a little bit of CGI in it, but I feel like they're really smart about how they used it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this was when everything was happening with Valerie Vernon. So they use like some, like right there, there was like a quick side glance. They didn't even focus on her. So she wasn't available obviously. So it's all like a lot of far away shots and, um, like previous clips. So yeah, there's a whole section of episodes like right before the the crossover that she doesn't appear in or only like barely appears in for a while. Mm-hmm. Man, these these suits are wild. Oh, they're so yeah. good. Oh, and Loyax is voiced by Simon Prescott, who also did Master Vile in MMPR. Oh, nice. Huh. I can hear it. Yeah. He's got a beard. I love his beard. His <laughs> golden beard. It's kind of cool. He's got like this whole night aesthetic going yeah. on too. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a, he's like a centurion kind of sort of like mm-hmm. statue type night dude. It's very cool. Oh, I love this theme song. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Those shirt ripping Leo. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I love like turn and smile <laughs> intro yeah. so much. I was so happy when they brought those back. I know. For Dino like, Chart. I was like literally yes. so like I was so excited. Like it's so it's like cheesy and like but it's so it's like works so well. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just works for a show like this. And it's kind of a throwback to the era of when Power Rangers started, too. Like, I think right. all sitcoms in the 90s did some yeah. form of that. It feels really, like, retro now. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just having an opening sequence at all is kind of retro now, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the typo in the title. <laughs> yeah, annoying. what is this a, a po- weird apostrophe? It's supposed to be Loy Axe's last battle, right. I think. Someone forgot to type the S. And then they just had to run with it because it was in the episode permanently. <laughs> well, I, I will say that whoever they got for a far away shot um, for Kendrick's, I mean, you can't really tell unless you know. It was probably her stunt double. like. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so... He's like, he's got a mace, but he also feels like he is a mace. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's so spiky. Oh, that's gotta hurt. So many Lost Galaxy episodes also just, like, start. Like, there's, like, no, like, plot or anything. They just, like, start happening and, like, immediately jump into battles. And it's, like... I I like that, though. I do, too. Yeah. A mere girl. <laughs> Dude, you got some antiquated issues going on. <laughs> but I like that she's not even like... She's just like, I'm a Power Ranger, dude. It doesn't <laughs> Gender doesn't matter in this case. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, is this like the Ocean Dome? Like, what... <laughs> <laughs> yeah like how big is that how deep is that ocean like there's a lot of questions for how, uh, how <laughs> but she fell into the ocean <laughs> i guess they thought she'd wash up on shore yeah Oh, the the dude in the back, that's um 
What's his name? Oh, I always get deep. Villamax. What? What? Villamax. Oh, Villamax. Yeah. His helmet kind of looks like a Power Ranger in spots, like oh, yeah, with the mouth grill. Oh, that. Oh. That looks bad. Oh, I know. I'm kind of surprised that they showed that much <laughs> of a wound on on this. Very to be fair, I mean, a lot of people fail in defeating the Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Also, is he kind of like, there's like another eye, like a third eye, kind of? Um, it was like in the middle of his helmet, but he's got like two blue eyes. Huh, yeah. like a gem or something oh, yeah okay. yeah there's like one angle and i'm like is that another eye <laughs> <laughs> but no that's a, that's a wild force thing with the with oh the yeah <laughs> <laughs> not there yet figure lies I like that you just quickly came to that realization. Like, that's so different for Power Rangers. Yeah. Well, it's like, I think Lost Galaxy did a good job of having a lot of, like, moral ambiguity with its villains. Like, In Space mm-hmm. kind of did that a little bit, but I think they do it really well here. And I like that even for, like, a one-off villain, they, they, they play on that, too. Yeah. There's even this tri- tri- triumphant music, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're not even like, what is this? We're not even like, you know, 10 minutes into 10 minutes into the episode and this is happening. He's already had like, yeah, he's already had like a major shift in like his arc. Yeah, jeez. Because we're all kind of robots in a way. Kind of. <laughs> no metal. <laughs> uh, I forgot how creepy these like foot soldiers are, like with the bug stuff. Yeah, yeah the stingwainers. Cool. <laughs> kamikaze, kamikaze bombers. At the end of it too. Yeah, which. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> N- not great for nowadays, but <laughs> hey, you know what? They're bad. They're 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 bad guys. It's, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, yeah. It's a uh, yeah. <laughs> Different time. <laughs> I, all right, Kai, calm down. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> Yeah, all the screaming and explosions. Like, where, where could that possibly be? And that's something I always love in Power Rangers, too. Whenever there's, like, villain-on-villain villain conflict. Yeah. There's a lot of it this season, too. Yeah. I just love that it's a straight up mace. It's just a huge mace. It doesn't shoot lasers or anything like yeah. that. It just hits people with it's a big ball with spikes and it hits people. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just really nice. love how that how he has like a story though. Like yeah. that you don't you don't get that anymore. It's I mean, just he, Especially not for a one-off like this. Yeah. 
I love oh, his like man. crown helmet thing he's got going on there. Yeah. Yeah. And I okay, so I've been playing a lot of uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which <laughs> deals with like Greek and stuff. And his face, it's like very like ancient Greek statue type yeah. of look. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Whoa, that's deep. I know it's like I don't really want to comment on it because that's that's such a good yeah that's such a good dialogue right there yeah that was so yeah it's really dialogue heavy in general like it's all just like kind of philosophical like Mm -hmm. ponderings on like when you can change or what's too old to change and like what the difference between good and evil is and it's like this is just like a random Power Rangers last episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like that they did get the guy who voiced Master Vile for this because he's got such a distinct voice yeah. and it's he's older anyway. So um, it is really strong for Loilax. Loyax. It's, it's great casting. Dang, those are like some heavy punching sounds. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I love this location too because this beach is super rocky and it's it's really unique. It is, yeah. The the location is really good too. Yeah. They're always like whether they're in like California or New Zealand, I feel like they've always done a good job of finding cool locations for stuff. I mean, even if 90% of the time it's still in a quarry, at least it'll always be like a cool looking quarry. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I can tell, like, you know, some of the Sentai footage and stuff, but even the Sentai footage, they did a great job, like, matching the general, like, location type for this. Yeah. Oh, the, the smoke off the, <sighs> off the armor for battle. Love it. I just love those like practical, practical mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> I I love the dramatic weird. running battle stuff. It's that was so very like strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh. Dang. That's depressing. I can't no. be defeated by a girl. <laughs> Literally has a death wish. <laughs> inspired by the hope of future uh, generations we need more of that no. <laughs> oh no oh. no oh no he got poked in the butt by a needle <laughs> <laughs> a needle that infects robots sure <laughs> <Hell with it. laughs> Oh. It was steroids, because now he's big and angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sparks, real sparks. Boom. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Dang you, Deviat. He's a big collar. <laughs> and he's hitting himself with his own flail. <laughs> 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 Their organic forms are just nightmare fuel, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do love this Zord. It's the awesome. Cool. Yeah, the organic forms. I like the organic forms reasonably, but they're like weird, like fleshy monster things <laughs> yeah. like Cronenbergian it's really yeah it's very odd <laughs> Ooh. yes thank you Leo <laughs> <laughs> great. great input buddy <laughs> no Oh, I love this one, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird that, like, it's made up of different little mini Zords, like, car things, but they never did anything individually. Like, I mean, I guess it was for the toys, but it was always just felt kind of pointless. Like, you could just put a Rhino Zord. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll hold your hand, buddy. <laughs> We're there for you. Basically, giving him a hug. Wait, wait. Is that... Was that, like, original footage? Yeah. Oh, snap. Oh. Because I saw the film change there. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's... Never, I haven't seen the Sentai episode version of this, but I have to imagine it had a very different ending. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's original uh, Megazord footage. Nice. Wow. I'm actually, like, I'm impressed, like, because... It's actually really nice, like, forced perspective, like... Yeah. yeah. It's actually very well done. <laughs> but it's it's just so rare for them to create original Megazord stuff to, like, serve the story. Usually it's the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No. Oh, man, I, I actually feel bad for him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dang. Oh no, the broken sword. Oh, this is painful. <laughs> I love the shot. Many centuries ago, when I was a young warrior, I did battle with my heart. Oh, wow. Oh, is she crying too? Yeah. Oh, I mean, my tears don't come from there, but she's an alien. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's so beautifully like, like the cinematography yeah. and the composition is so pretty. Oh, oh the, the, the little sunset. hug. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. That was, that was a nice, that was ending. good. Yeah, it's just such a beautiful little episode. It really is. I really like like that last shot. And I mean, I, I'm not going to get religious or anything, but, you know, kind of like the cross and yeah. and like sacrifice and all that stuff. That's that's pretty deep for Rangers. Oh, yeah. Well, this whole season, 
they do so much stuff with like the concept of sacrifice and like what that mm-hmm. means and like so many characters do it in like various capacities like from the beginning to end and I think it's a really it's so fascinating because it's I feel like it's it feels really intentional because it comes up so often even in like one-off episodes like this mm-hmm. which is just like you don't really see that from Power Rangers that often where they go so hard on like an overarching theme like it doesn't need to because that's just not really the type of show it normally is but i think that's one reason i like lost galaxy so much is because there is just like a lot of emotions and like thought put into like what the stories mean and like what the characters are doing and what all that ultimately means you know Mm -hmm. yeah i really enjoyed this one i think it's a pretty difficult thing to fit that amount of personality and a mini arc into a 22 minute episode of power rangers and still like fit all of the beats of power rangers yeah i can't even say it any better than that like (laughs) that's exactly what i'm thinking yeah Yeah, they fit so much into him it's a tight episode he had so much character too Mm -hmm. genuinely nowadays it's just like oh hey this monster's made of cake but um (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome what episode is that one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to fight the cake monster. The The only way we can defeat him is if we eat him. And then that gets weird. But no, um, <laughs> but no, I, I get what you mean. Like, like with Beast Warfers, it's like, I'm made of a drill. Beep, boop, beep, robot. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good one. Yeah. This was a good one. Yes. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> like somehow it was like a it was like a lesson in humanity. Yeah. And most of the main mm-hmm. characters weren't even like technically human. That's like because Maya point. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Your earlier point, Derek, that because in the Sentai, Maya's character is a dude. And how they flip that to be like a man versus woman and like the whole thing about feminism. That is why I love when Power Rangers go full on, we'll take the source material, but we're going to tell our own story with this footage. It is rare for them to like do their own Megazord type of footage to service the story instead of the other way around. And how many times have we seen in Power Rangers the force Megazord footage battle because they have to burn off that footage and it's just so easy to ignore. That's why I feel like so much story was packed because even the Megazord sequence, which, you know, sometimes can just be all right, slash, here's the power move. All right, it's done. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That still has story in it. Yeah. Well, so often the story is over by the time they defeat the monster. And then it's like, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, by the way, they're, they're back to life. Uh, they're big. Okay. Megazord. Like, yeah, you're right. Like it's very often just feels very tacked on or there's no meaning in it outside of like, we get to use a new weapon that we developed that just shows up out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> and then in this one, it actually feels necessary and is sort of how you complete the story that they're telling. And yeah, and the fact that they made it a point to use original footage, to create original footage, just to fill up kind of a section of it shows that they were that committed to the story that they were telling. Mm-hmm. Footage be damned, which I this is the thing that I really like about Lost Galaxy. And I really like when, when they take a lot of liberties with the footage that they're using. I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. It's just very well done. And I think this just came up on this show like a couple of episodes ago, but like mm-hmm. it's a testament to the concept of filler being kind of a fallacy because this episode yes. has no influence or impact or relevance to the ongoing plot whatsoever, but it's still like on its own in a vacuum, a really tightly written story that is like really, we were very emotionally affected by it and it gives you a lot to think about. Um, And it still plays into the greater like thematic ideas of the season, even if it doesn't play into the plot. So filler doesn't exist. You're all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, it's been a while since I've done a full run through of lost galaxy. And I didn't need any of the baggage of like the ongoing plot of lost galaxy to really enjoy this episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good standalone episode, but it's great character development for Maya too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said earlier though, I was just so into it that I didn't say too much because <laughs> it's like, I I think I've watched lost galaxy in at least like 10 years, mm-hmm. like in all honesty, like no exaggeration. 
Sure. So this was just like a nice re-entry point to the season a little bit just to like see all the suits again. And because I did really like it when I was a kid. Like I had the I had those um what was it those like sort of like giant action figure walkie talkies. <laughs> And I, remember those. I don't know what that means. <laughs> they were like, they were like walkie talkies, but they were like action wait, figures too. They were like giant. Wait, wait uh, for for Lost Galaxy? Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. I'm going to GreenRanger.com. To I'm going to look at the toy. They were, <laughs> they were the worst walkie talkies in the history of walkie talkies. <laughs> but I had them. I bought them at Radio Shack, and I was so proud of myself. <laughs> I don't think it's in here. <laughs> Here, I will, I will uh, shoot you a message in the chat. Okay. Because I just found one. Oh my god! Exact things that I had. Oh my god! I found an eBay one. It's got Magna Defender. Oh, nice. Oh, hello. <laughs> Wait, I gotta see this. Oh, one. they literally are just the action. I thought they were gonna be like molded into like walkie-talkie. Like, <laughs> no, they're giant action figure walkie-talkie. Well, no wonder they don't work very well as walkie-talkies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the arm with the weapon in it was the antenna. Oh, weird. <laughs> so you have to hold up his arm just to be like get a signal. It's uh-huh. <laughs> hilarious. There's one on eBay with it's the same packaging and everything, but it's Magna Defender and In Space Silver. Uh, oh, well, okay. As a special edition. That's neat. Yeah. It's only 23 bucks on eBay, <sighs> which I think is not that bad if you want one of these. I think that's exactly what they sold it for back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's another one with the Red Ranger and the Megazord. God, they made so many of these. <laughs> They worked maybe about three feet apart from each other. After that, nice. he was done. <laughs> Amazing. If I ever see like a weird Power Rangers toy that exists now, I always think back to like, at least they're not Lost Galaxy walkie-talkies. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a lot of fun. Between watching this episode and like listening to Ranger Danger this whole past few months, I really just want to do a rewatch of Lost Galaxy. Yeah. I feel like that's that's in my future relatively soon. Yeah, it's good. It's good, especially if you're into space stuff and like kind of Star Trek-y stuff anyway. Oh, yeah. Like they riff on that so much. Like it's such a unique season. Even like in mm-hmm. space didn't really do like the level of... of sp- the level of space that yeah. it should have been. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Lost Galaxy, they did that, com- another standalone episode that was pretty much a rip off Alien. Yeah, which is, that was another one that I th- considered yeah. pitching for a commentary. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's so... It- the Power Rangers didn't even show up until like the last 30 seconds yeah. of that episode, which is great. Yeah, it's so cool. I love, uh, I wish they would do more like high concept stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Between Lost Galaxy and Lightspeed Rescue, I was just really impressed with those two seasons with the miniature work for Terra Venture and the Aqua Base. Like, Mm -hmm. that is just such great television. I love physical props. I love miniatures like that. And it really helps build the world and makes power rangers unique from the sentai that it's adapted from yes yes so full thumbs up uh-huh yeah it creates its own iconography too that like you know the yeah. terra venture is a very distinct design so it can show up in the comics and you'll know exactly yes. what it is and yeah it's not tied by any weird rights or or anything like that that's yeah. strictly like a power rangers unique thing yeah, so, yeah. oh my gosh sorry Derek, what? I just found something you might appreciate completely oh accidentally. Oh um, we can also plug your <laughs> your podcast while we're at it because this is horrifying. Oh God! <laughs> is it a Spider-Man walkie-talkie? Yes, it is. Oh, no. oh my God! I had walkie-talkies when I was a kid, but I didn't think like character-themed walkie-talkies was such a thing. <laughs> Definitely was. I'm used to like maybe a character's face on a walkie-talkie. Sure. Like, <laughs> but these action figure ones—that's that's wild. Oh, here comes that wink. What? Spider-Man Two. Oh, oh my that? god! <laughs> <laughs> it's just 
taking a while to open for me. I can't. Uh, the the tension. <laughs> come on, come on. Oh my god. Yep, that's a Spider-Man Two walkie-talkie yeah. set. Oh yikes! I mean. <laughs> So, Look, I love Spider-Man 2, but that face on Doc like, Ock is just terrifying. Bro, I appreciate that they use the version of him that has no shirt on. That's cool. But <laughs> the, yeah, the face that he's making really doesn't, not doing it. Nope. <laughs> it, of, all, of all things, it came up when I Googled Lost Galaxy Walkie Talkie. So. Weird. <laughs> where, where do you even talk into these things? No. Their stomach is super <laughs> awkward. Wow. Because I, I see the grill on, on Dr. Octopus's like harness, and I appreciate when they like hide the functionality, but that's too much. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Someone sold this for $10.50, so... <laughs> Good for them. That was only a year ago that that wow. happened. So, oh my god, I really would like to meet the person that bought that. Oh my god! Sorry, I just uh, found out they made wild. these until like at least up until SPD, and I am amazed. Why? Why? <laughs> oh, I found one that's like a Lost Galaxy. Like it's a whole goggle and earpiece situation going on lord it's like you can be the red ranger or the blue ranger (laughs) and yeah this is this is wild is power rangers not toyetic enough that they need to like (laughs) do this i don't (laughs) i'm in some deep rabbit hole now of like (laughs) 90s (laughs) late 90s early 2000s walkie talkies what in the world Oh, I found a Ninja Storm one with the same type of concept. Oh, SPD. Well, now I have but to have actually, it. They actually, on these, the arms were not the antennas. They just have giant... Backpacks. <laughs> <laughs> this is so bizarre. Oh, my gosh. Oh. On the SPD one, one of the, the bullet points on the packaging is plan an attack. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Plan an attack in your backyard with your closest friends. Jeez. Of the wording. You could have used. You could have said, like, I don't know, plan a tactical maneuver. Like, plan an attack. Oh my gosh, they did make Mystic Force ones, but nobody has a picture of them. Oh, dang. Holy grail. Uh, Holy grail. To- is, is the entire cape an antenna on that one? <laughs> hey, you get, you know, a better range than three feet. <laughs> they were the worst walkie-talkies. You couldn't hear nothing out of them, but they were like my pride and joy when I was a kid, man. I was like, mm. I wonder what the battery situation on that was. That was that one of those like, hey, kids, get a big honking D battery that no one uses. <laughs> I honestly think so. Like oh, looking back, I, I think you literally it. had to open up the back and shove like one of those on. Oh my god! They had like oh the battery god. clips in it. Um, what's what's that big square battery that you have to like clip into the thing? Oh, the nine volt. Yeah, I think it took nine volts or something. Technology is wild. Our childhoods are wild. All right. <laughs> Derek, this has been a journey. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think this is where we would end up at the end of this, but uh, cool. Uh, so so what, what have you got going on? Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Derek B. Gale, and you can also check out my podcast that I do with Doug, who was just on this show a couple weeks ago. It is Wilding Web Snappers. It is also on the 4-Eyed Radio Network, where we are looking at every Spider-Man cartoon ever made. So... Uh, the good ones, the weird ones, the ones you've never heard of as well, um, and even some kind of like one-off crossovers and stuff. By the time this episode drops, it'll be right before we embark on Spider-Man Unlimited. 
which is the uh, very much maligned uh, one season wonder from like 1999. And spoiler, we actually really like it a lot. Hot take. But uh, check us <laughs> out for that. Um, and we've also done like Spectacular Spider-Man, Spider-Man the Animated Series, um, Spider-Man is Amazing Friends, Into the Spider-Verse, plenty of other things. So please check us out. Walloping Web Snappers, and you can also find me on YouTube under my video essay series, Second Chance, which looks at bad or divisive media from a positive lens, and I do have a uh, Power Rangers-related one coming out fairly soon once I get it all wrapped up. Nice. Is Spider-Man Unlimited the weird... 3d one that was on mtv or am i no. thinking of something else this is the one that came out right bef- like a few years before that uh this was the uh-huh. one where he's on counter earth like the other planet with oh all the furry monsters and he has like the suit that can go invisible and everything and he's basically right. helping stage a human revolution it's a fascinating show i get why people didn't like it i didn't like it when i was a kid but it has a lot of super interesting things going on in it and the production for it is really 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 interesting and we'll we'll be going deep into that so keep an eye out for that episode um that'll be coming out the tuesday after this episode comes out i believe nice well that's about it for this episode of ranger command so ranger nation let us know what you think if you have questions you can email us at ranger command power hour at gmail.com or check us out at ranger command dot com we're on twitter at ranger command ph and on instagram and facebook at ranger command power hour all one word once again thank you very much derek for joining the show today it's always a pleasure to have you on yeah yeah it was fun fun to talk about one of my favorite episodes that i hope (laughs) other people will watch and care about now yes absolutely so until next time we'll catch you all later see ya see ya You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks by pledging you are helping us make our show even better go to patreon.com slash ranger command ph to learn more thanks for listening